0: but I can help you go from barely surviving to parenting in a way that feels good for you and your child. So warm up your coffee and grab your earbuds. It's time to raise resilient kids. Hey friends, welcome back to Raised Resilient. I'm your host, Dr. Hillary, and I am so glad you're here. Today's episode is a special episode of the podcast because today's episode marks an entire year That Raised Resilient with Dr. Hillary has been out in the world. So I started this podcast not sure what it was going to become on February 23rd, 2022. And a year later, this podcast has surpassed 25,000 downloads. I have gotten so many emails from listeners telling me how helpful this podcast has been. And as an added surprise, that I didn't really see coming, I feel like I have grown so much as a person, as a parenting educator and specialist, as a mom, as a partner, and someone co-parenting with a partner. I feel like I have just grown a lot through the process of creating this podcast and putting it out into the world. And so in today's episode, I wanted to talk about that a little bit. I wanted to share three things that I have learned in the process of creating this podcast for you over the past year, because I think these ideas are going to be relevant and helpful for you on your parenting journey as well. So we're going to get into that. And then I also am going to share some exciting things about where this podcast is headed in season two, because today officially marks the first episode in season two. Okay, so the first thing that I have really learned or realized in the process of becoming a parenting podcaster is that parents today, and especially those of us who are striving to parent differently than how we were raised, who are trying to break unhelpful generational cycles, who are maybe parenting against the grain a little bit of what society still thinks of as quote unquote good parenting, those of us who are doing things in this way, we are hungry for and craving this safe space where we can learn and practice and grow in our parenting. We are craving a space where we can talk about the hard parts of parenting, where we can be real about the fact that you might know what you should do but that it can be really incredibly challenging to execute on what you know you should do sometimes. And why is that? Because I think there aren't a whole lot of parenting podcasts out there, parenting spaces out there, where we acknowledge the things that get in the way for parents, that get in the way of parenting in a way that feels good for us and for our kids. You know, when I became a mom in 2014, there wasn't a ton out there yet in terms of gentle, respectful, conscious parenting. There was positive parenting, which is a really nice step in the right direction away from punishments and toward connection. But I think positive parenting misses the mark a little bit in that it's still very behavioral in some ways. It doesn't really get at some of these attachment relationship dynamics that are playing out between our kids and us. It really doesn't get into what do kids need within the attachment relationship. And I was really craving that piece, how to integrate attachment theory into these positive parenting ideas. And then, of course, I've mentioned that Janet Lansbury and her podcast Unruffled was immensely helpful to me as I started my journey in the world of respectful, gentle, conscious parenting. I love Janet. I think she's fantastic. But in listening to Unruffled, I would often be left wondering, okay, this is really helpful, but I feel like this is a lot of what we should do and what we should be saying and how we should be showing up. And there were so many times that I would want to show up that way. And yet I would struggle to actually execute in the moment So, what was that about? Why do we struggle in those moments? And so, it got me thinking about parenting triggers and how those are so deeply rooted in our nervous systems, and how we really need this safe space to talk about that. To talk about, you know what, sometimes you're going to yell at your child. Sometimes, even when you know that punishments aren't effective, you're going to resort to making empty threats and punishments because that's what you know, that's how you were raised. Breaking these cycles is legitimately the hardest work I believe that we will ever do because we are literally retraining our brains to react differently than we've reacted our entire lives. And a lot of the things that we do now, people-pleasing, avoidant behaviors, pushing our emotions down, running away at the first sign of conflict, getting really stressed and going into fight or flight when our child feels big emotions, These are not your fault if you are reacting in these ways. Most likely, these were very protective, adaptive responses in your own childhood to not getting your needs met. So understanding things through that lens, we can look at ourselves differently as parents and we can say, you know what? I'm not a bad parent when I mess up. I'm messing up because this is how my brain is wired. And if I want to do things differently, I have to consciously focus on that. And we can rewire our brains. There is so much good research that says that our brains have a high degree of what they call neuroplasticity, which means we can rewire. We can take those well-trodden paths through the woods and we can cut a new one. And yes, that's going to take work. And no, it's not as convenient or as easy as the path that we know. But once we understand that we need to retrain our brains, we can. We can absolutely do that work, but it is hard and we need a safe space where we can show up warts and all and say, okay, I'm here. I want to do the work. How do I do this? How do I do this in a way that doesn't feel shaming, right? Because there's a lot of parenting content out there that I think feels really top down. I'm the expert. This is what you should do. And if you don't do this, you're messing up your kid. And I desperately wanted to be a different kind of voice for you. And I've gotten a lot of letters that have suggested that I have achieved that. So, It is my hope going forward to continue to provide that safe space for you through this podcast because I think as parents doing this really incredibly difficult work of breaking unhelpful cycles, we need and deserve this safe space. So that's the first thing that I would say I I really took from this experience is just that I think we are really ready as a generation, as a group of parents, we are ready We are showing up, we are doing the work, and we need and deserve a safe space within which to do that work. And I am committed to continuing to make this podcast that safe space for you. Throughout the past year, it has really dawned on me that in creating Raised Resilient with Dr. Hillary, I created the podcast I wish I had had as a first-time mom. And while I really wish it had been available to me then, I'm really glad that I can make this content available to you now. So that's the first thing that I feel like I've really taken from this journey as a parenting podcaster. The second thing that has become abundantly clear to me through the process of creating this parenting podcast is the fact that as parents, when we reflect on how things are going in our parenting, It makes us better parents. It makes us more successful in doing all the work I was just talking about, in breaking these cycles, in rewiring our brains. We are so much more successful when we create a little space in our lives to reflect on how things are going. And this is something that the attachment research says pretty clearly. So it's something I knew coming into doing this work, but I don't think I quite realized how incredibly powerful it is. And so in creating this podcast each week, in thinking deeply about your questions, in taking complex attachment theory, psychology concepts, and really translating them into accessible, understandable analogies and ideas, that has made me show up as a better mom it has given me the opportunity to really reflect on how I'm parenting and what I do with my kids. Creating this little pocket of space and time, this 25 minutes a week to really talk and think deeply and reflect on parenting has forced me to make the space for that reflection in my own life. And I'm hopeful that this ritual of listening to this podcast each week gives you that same time and space in your life to reflect, to learn new things, to say, how am I currently doing this? What do I normally think when my child won't share a toy? How have I been responding? I wonder if maybe I need to shift something, right? This is how we change our parenting is we reflect on how things are going. We think about, I wonder what that was like for me as a child, Hmm. Yeah, I think I am getting triggered by that. That makes a lot of sense. And so in creating this podcast, I have created space for myself to reflect. And I hope that I have also created space for you to do some reflection. And I feel like I have really been forced through making this podcast to really continually examine my own mindset. How am I showing up to parenting? What is the lens through which I'm seeing my kids in this moment? I'm asking myself these questions in real time and podcast Hillary has become the voice in my own head. Like so many of you say that I have become for you, which is kind of funny, right? Because it's me, but here's the thing. I am not podcast Dr. Hillary with my kids all the time. Not even close podcast. Hillary is always in the right frame of mind. She's regulated. She's not in fight or flight and she's showing up as her best self, regular Hillary is a regular human <laughs> and so I have all of the same challenges as you do in implementing these really important changes with my kids. So I will literally go back sometimes and listen to my own episodes which my husband Loki makes fun of me for. He's like, seriously, you're listening to your own podcast again. I'm like, listen, it's helpful, okay <laughs> um, but anyway, in all seriousness, I have found the process of, being forced to really think deeply about parenting at least once a week to record these episodes has made me a better parent. It's made me a better partner. It's made me more reflective about how I'm doing things. And I hope that this has done the same thing for you. I think it's really, really, really important that we ask ourselves questions After we lose it with our kids, we can go back later and say, what happened for me there? And not in a shaming, how could I possibly do that kind of way? But in a very real, honest, open-minded, safe, and vulnerable way to say, what was that about? I wonder what I was feeling in that moment. What was I needing that I wasn't getting in that moment? And how can I meet those needs for myself so I can show up differently next time? That's what this whole thing is about rinse, repeat a thousand times. We really need and deserve that safe space each week, not only to learn and grow, but to reflect on how we're doing as parents. How is parenting feeling for you? And this is why my free guide, six mindset shifts to ditch the overwhelm and parent in a way that feels good. This is why this guide is so special to me. How we show up as parents in any given moment is dependent on our mindset in that moment. Of course, it's dependent on other things too. It's dependent on our needs being met. It's dependent on our nervous system and the state that we're in, but it is also dependent on our mindset. Our mindset changes everything. And if we go into these hard moments with the right mindset, it is so much easier to show up in a way that feels good and reflecting on okay, what was my mindset in that moment is how we start to realize, oh, maybe I do need to shift things. And so that's why I created this as my free guide. I could have created a free guide on anything and I probably will create more because there are so many things I want to talk about that I think are important. But mindset, if I had to really distill parenting down to the basics, mindset is probably the biggest thing that needs to shift in order for us to show up in a way that feels good for us and for our kids. So if you haven't grabbed your copy of this free guide yet, you can go to RaisedResilient.com forward slash mindset. And I know so many of you have grabbed this guide and you have said it has been so helpful and powerful for you. So I'm really, really glad that that's the case. And I just think mindset and how we show up are just so deeply intertwined. So, that's another resource for you as you do this important work. But our ability to change how we are showing up to parenting is dependent on our ability to look inward, to be vulnerable, to ask ourselves the important questions about our own childhoods and how we were feeling in any given moment. Because without reflection, we're never even going to recognize that our mindset needs work. Without reflection, we are likely to repeat the same patterns that have been leading us to a place where parenting doesn't feel good. Reflection is the key to shifting your mindset. It is the first step to really recognizing that something even needs to shift in the first place. So that's the second thing that I've really taken from this process of creating a parenting podcast is that reflecting on our parenting truly is the key to becoming the parents we want to be. And it is my sincere hope that this podcast, that listening to this podcast creates some space for you to reflect on your parenting each week. And the third thing that I've learned in the process of creating a parenting podcast is this: parenting is not defined by how well we do any one thing, or how often we get it right, or even how many mistakes we make. Our parenting is defined by this one thing, and that is that we keep showing up. This is the key. Just like with exercise, while it's great if you can run really fast or lift a lot of weights, one of the biggest markers of fitness, true fitness, is how fast you recover. And I think it's really easy when we are parenting young kids especially, the energy, the constant being on, the draining nights where you're up all night, you don't get sleep, your meeting attachment needs are around the clock, and it can be really, really hard to show up the way we want to. And when we make mistakes, because we're exhausted, because we're depleted, it can be so easy to spiral into this place of shame and blame. If only I were a better parent, I would be more able to do X, y, or Z. If only my kid was a better listener. Right? We get into that place where we are blaming our kid or ourselves, and we get stuck. We get into this place of, well, nothing can ever change because I'm just not that good of a parent. If I was a better parent, well, maybe, but I'm not. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Or my kid is just not a good listener. My kid's never going to listen to me. It's always going to be hard. My kid just has really big emotions. So I guess, I don't know. It's just never going to get better. It's so easy to get stuck in that place. But if we focus on our ability to recover from these hard moments, our ability to keep showing up, to brush it off, to engage in the process of real, healthy, genuine repair, and then move the heck on, right? Because if we get stuck in that place of, well, if only I was a better parent, I'm not cut out for this, my kid is just too much of this or not enough of this, then it can feel kind of pointless to engage in repair and try again, right? And I don't think we think of that consciously when we're stuck in that place of shame or blame, but it is, it's really hard to get up and try again. It can feel pointless. Like, why am I even trying? But if we instead lean into repair be vulnerable enough to really say, wow, I really messed that up and I'm so sorry. I don't like how I was talking to you just then. Can I try again? I said I didn't want to punish you and yet I did. Let's walk that back. I'm so sorry. I got really overwhelmed and I didn't handle my mad feelings the right way. And that's not okay. It's not okay for anyone to talk to you like that, not even me. If we can be vulnerable enough to be real with our kids in that way, We can absolutely create a culture where everyone shows up, mistakes and all, and everyone is loved through those mistakes. If we just keep showing up and lean into repair when we mess up, we will all be okay. Parenting will feel lighter and we will get where we want to go as parents eventually. This is a process. And it's one of those things where as cheesy as it sounds, it really is about the journey and not about some destination. We don't arrive one day at I have healed and I am the perfect parent. Like that doesn't exist. You know that from listening to this podcast, there's no such thing as perfect parenting. And if I had to pick one mindset shift that I still struggle so much with, it's that one. I can't tell you how many times my own partner reminds me When I get in my head about a mistake that I made, when I'm starting to spiral into that place of, oh my gosh, I feel so much shame. I didn't do that right. And I teach this stuff. How am I messing this up? My own partner says to me, this is not what you would tell your listeners. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. This is absolutely not what I would advise people to do right now. Let me take a step back. Let me remind myself that it's okay to make mistakes. Let me meet inner child version of me who is feeling so much shame right now and tell her it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay. You're still good. You're still lovable. Then I can pick myself up and I can lean into repair and I can move the heck on instead of staying stuck. And that's what I want to really drive home for you is that it doesn't matter how many times you mess it up as you're trying to do things differently in parenting. It doesn't matter how many times you get it right. You're gonna make mistakes. But can you keep showing up? Can you keep loving yourself and your kid through these really hard moments? Can you see the good kid through the tough behavior and the good parent who is trying but triggered? That's what it's about. And so making this podcast has really, really driven that home for me. And it has forced me to really live that message in my own life, which has made me a better parent. It's made me a better partner. When I have arguments with my partner, I can apply that same concept and say, you know what, I'm a good person who didn't handle my feelings the right way, which makes me feel safe to be more vulnerable and actually repair. So making this podcast has helped make me a better parent and a better person because I have really leaned into this idea that we just have to keep showing up. We have to love ourselves through it. We have to love our kids through it because life is not easy and there are going to be plenty of hard moments. And no podcast can take those away. But my goal is to help you feel safe to keep trying and making mistakes and trying again. So those are the things that have really stood out for me as I have engaged in the process of creating this podcast for you. I'm sure there are so many other things I've learned, like the fact that I love podcasting as a medium, right? Because blogging brings out my very perfectionistic, did that sound breezy enough? Did I write that exactly the right way kind of side? Whereas podcasting, I just throw my headphones on, turn on my mic and hit record. And I just talk to you. And it's so much better. I don't have to be camera ready like I would if I were making video and with little kids around. It is a good thing that I don't have to be camera ready all the time. But... The three things that I shared in this episode are the three things that I feel like really speak to the journey that we all are on as we try to parent differently, as we try to break these cycles. So thank you so much for being here. This podcast would not be anything but me musing about parenting in my closet if it weren't for you. So I so appreciate you being here. You have made this podcast what it is. As we look forward to season two, here's what you can expect to find when you listen to this podcast. Of course, you're going to have more of the same great content that you've come to know and hopefully love. So, solo episodes from me, and of course, me answering listener questions because I want this podcast to reflect what you want to know. So, I will continue to do both of those things. But I am so excited to share that in season two of this podcast, I am also going to introduce guest episodes. I have some really exciting guests lined up and I cannot wait to share their knowledge and expertise with you. We're going to be talking about some really helpful and important topics related to parenting. Things like how do you navigate sleep struggles and how the heck do you fit in exercise as a busy parent? How can we manage our stress so that we can show up in healthy, rested bodies for our kids? How do we support our kids in eating a balanced diet without forcing them to eat foods they don't like? How do you get your partner on board with gentle parenting? How can you communicate more effectively with your child's teacher? These are all topics that you can look forward to learning about this season on Raised Resilient as I incorporate guest episodes. So stay tuned for that. There's going to be one or two guest episodes each month, and I think you're really going to enjoy them. They're going to be fun and conversational and lighthearted and bring the same, let's explore this in a vulnerable and real way vibe that I have tried to bring through my solo episodes. So stay tuned for that. And speaking of which, next week is our first ever guest episode on this podcast. Next week, I'll be interviewing Becca Group, who's another parenting educator and content creator. And Becca and I are going to be talking about how to manage picky eating through an intuitive eating approach with our kids. So you do not want to miss this, especially if you have a kid who you would classify as a picky eater. So that wraps up today's episode and officially kicks off season two of this podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening. And until next time, we've got this. I so appreciate you listening and being here. It really means the world to me. And if you are enjoying this podcast, leave a review and share with someone who could use this message. I really and truly believe that this is how we change the world. We spread the word about raising resilient kids, about being cycle breakers. So share this podcast, leave a review, and let's spread the word about raising resilient kids. Until next time, we've got this.